Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. It's Monday on this December 1st and 9th of Kislev. Big thank you going out to Mayor Weingarten, who sat in Thursday on Thanksgiving morning, and Mayor Fertig, who sat in Friday on uh, Black Friday morning. <laughs> uh, a big thank you to both of them for sitting in while I was away here at JM in the AM. It's Monday did I say it's the ninth of Kislev, the year 5775, 52 degrees outside with 65% humidity, winds are west, 9 miles an hour, mostly cloudy today with a high of 60, wow, that's pretty good, that is pretty good, cloudy tonight, low 34, tomorrow afternoon, light rain with a high temperature, only 40 degrees, we're at 70 in Yerushalayim, Tel Aviv and Haifa, 77 in a lot, 52 degrees here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. Moshe Laufer with a CD entitled Chabad with Moshe Laufer, Volume 3, Nigun Rikud, Yerushalayim, done by the cast of Avienu, Volume 4, Nigun Hasulam, brand new from Shlomo Katz from Likrat Shabbat, Benny Friedman had echoes of a holy day off of the Bnei Hechala Shabbos with Benny Friedman CD, Mayor Sherman, our Monday morning theme song, Masacha Hashem, and from Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's JM in the AM at 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. A big mazel tov to the Katz and Markowitz families. An absolutely amazing celebration last night at the uh, Rockley Country Club in New Jersey with uh, Aaron Teitelbaum's uh, orchestra at its very best with an amazing lead vocal team of both Yomi Lowy and Avi Peretz. And uh, as usual, Yisrael Lamb conducting an incredible and amazing orchestra. An orchestra that included the phenomenal drum soloist Matt Hill and his partner last night, the Hassan himself. Could you imagine? The Hassan himself, Daniel Katz, uh, taking over. And jamming away with the great drum aficionado. So that was pretty cool. And just a, a wonderful celebration. Fantastic event. And we say Mazal Tov to uh, Danielle Markowitz and Daniel Katz and to the Markowitz family of Teaneck, New Jersey. Cheryl and Mendy Markowitz to Mr. and Mrs. Jack Katz at in uh, Woodmere. We say Mazal Tov. It was just a, a wonderful and incredible simcha. And, um, Mazal tough to everybody from all of us here at JM in the AM. Had a, uh, a really interesting weekend, to say the least. Our live presentations got off to a very early start. It is uh, common that uh, someone hosts Saturday Night Seagull, but it's uncommon that I host and that I host from a remote location. And we were, for in honor of uh, Small Business Saturday Night, we were at the Kitchen Click on Avenue L in Brooklyn, New York, this past Saturday night between 8 and 10 o'clock, and we had an amazing time. A lot of people who showed up during the show to do their shopping, and a phenomenal all-star lineup of people who stopped by. i got to give thank yous to uh, folks like New York State Senator Simcha Felder, to our friends from J Drugs, Ronnie and Larry Birnbaum. 
to uh, close friends of JM and the AM, Joyce and Izzy Goldberg, to um, one of the world's greatest doctors and the head of uh, Kids of Courage, Ruby and Dr. Stu Ditchick, were there on Saturday night. We had an opportunity to speak with them on the air. Uh, and Malcolm Holmline and members of his family stopped by, which was really nice. Apparently the rumor had gotten out that I was spending Saturday night in Brooklyn and a lot of folks decided to come and say hi. So a big thank you. I hope I didn't leave anybody. I'm sure I did leave some people out because we had others as well who joined us uh, both during the show and off the air. So I just want to say uh, thank you to everybody over at um, the Kitchen Click on Avenue L in Brooklyn, New York. A really nice Saturday night. A uh, great opportunity to get out, do a show, and to have a wonderful time on small business Motsa'i Shabbat, as we were referring to it so often. So a uh, a big greeting to everybody over at the Kitchen Click on Avenue L in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, a special thank you, a special hello to Walter. Walter came all the way from Newark, New Jersey, to join us at the show Saturday night. He actually brought along a Talus bag that he found in the streets of Manhattan that you may have noticed we posted on Facebook looking for the owner. Looks like we have the owner tracked down. Uh, in fact, uh, apparently the owner is uh, an employee at B&H. So I'm going to try to get our friends at the B&H that Talus bag. Uh, unfortunately, it's an empty Talus bag, but it is a nice personalized embroidered one. Uh, I'm going to try to get it to them later today. To get it to their uh, to their comrade, who's uh, working over there. So that was a uh, that was really nice. A big thank you to Walter of Newark, New Jersey, who brought that in. Twenty four minutes before seven o'clock, JM and the AM Monday. Plenty coming up between now and nine a.m. The Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten coming up at nine on our stream at jmandtheam.org. Uh, we'll check in regarding the Project Ezra dinner. We'll do that later on. Uh, OU convention is coming up. We'll have a chance to talk about that. We'll uh, speak with the author of a brand new book. A lot happening between now and uh, 9 a.m. this morning. If you keep it at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
J.M. in the A.M. Ruach done by Yehuda Green here on a J.M. in the A.M. Monday as we're heading back to school and back to work. Uh, Rochev Shamayim, Avram Willig and company, the Willig family from the Lave of OCD. I think that's the answer to the question on the app that someone just asked about who is singing. That's by Avram Willig and company from uh, Lave Avos. Yaakov Shweki at Ach Sameach. He'll be headlining the Hask concert, of course, coming up January the 11th. Hask information by going to the web, haskconcert.com. And the t- tickets already, as you would suspect, are rolling. <laughs> A um, An expected uh, outcome when you announce that Yaakov Shweki is your headliner. Coming up on January the 11th. Safam at the Sephardic Medley. You heard Yossi Green with Matana Tova to open up that set here at JM in the AM. 52 degrees, mostly cloudy, high of 60. My name is Nachum Siegel, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmam.org. Broadcasting from the uh, Sonia and Robert Gold Studios here at WFMU as we present JM in the AM. Another couple hours to go. Mayor Weingarten will have the Israel Show coming up at 9 o'clock right after JM in the AM on jmintheam.org. If you haven't liked the uh, Israel Show Facebook page, make sure to do so, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Galait Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jamnia. Galait Sal, Ashtayim, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansur, Just last weekend, Palestinian President Abbas reiterated that he would never recognize the legitimacy of the Jewish people's right to a nation state. Only this morning, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, we saw in uh, Gush Etzion how incitement leads to wanton acts of murderous violence. בסוף השבוע האחרון אמר מחמוד אבאס שלעולם לא יכיר בלגיטימיות של העם היהודי לכונן מדינה. רק הבוקר ראינו בגוש עציון איך הסתה מובילה לאלימות. כתבנו אישה שנר מוסר כי נתניהו אמר את הדברים במהלך פגישה עם ראש ממשלת סרביה. בפיגוע הדקירה נפצע קל מאוד אזרח ישראלי כפי שמדווח עם בל תמיר. פלסטינית כבת עשרים הגיעה לצומת גוש עציון ודקרה בסכין אזרח ישראלי, תושב דרום הר חברון שעמד במקום. האזרח נפצע באורח קל מאוד, טופל במקום וסירב להתפנות לבית החולים. הפלסטינית תושבת הכפר בית פאג'ר בגוש עציון נורתה על ידי כוח צהל ופונתה לבית החולים הדסה עין כרם במצב קשה. בחיפוש שנערך נמצא עליה סכין נוסף. לפני זמן קצר הגיע כוח צהל לביתה של הדוקרת בבית פאג'ר. במקום פרצו עימותים כשעשרים פלסטינים, פלסטינים ידעו אבנים לעבר הכוח. אין נפגעים. והנה דברים שאמר לאנשי ארגון הצלה יהודה ושומרון הנדקר יהושע לורנס. הרגשתי מכה פה מצד שמאל, הייתי קצת בשוק עד שהספקתי להסתובב, ראיתי גוש שחור מתרחק ממני, שזה בדיעבד מסתבר שזה היה מחבלת. תוך כדי אני קולט מזווית העין שיש לי סכין שהתפיית תקוע לי פה. הוצאתי אותו, לא הרגשתי שזה היה סכין, הרגשתי שזה היה יותר מכה יבשה, אחר כך זה היה לא להאמין, זה פשוט נס. נהג מונית ערבי הותקף בגז מדמיה ככל הנראה על ידי יהודים במרכז ירושלים. הוא פונה במצב קל לבית החולים שערי צדק בבירה. כתבנו יותם ברגר מעדכן כי המשטרה מחפשת כעת אחר חשודים במעשה. הקואליציה המתפוררת דרושה הנהגה אחראית, אומרת שרת המשפטים ציפי לבני. בימים בהם הכתובות על הקיר, ברחובות, 
במסגדים, בבתי הכנסת, הופכות לכתובות נאצה, צריך שופטים בירושלים. וצריך עוד משהו, צריך את אותה הנהגה שתדע לקרוא את הכתובת על הקיר ותעצור את ההידרדרות שבה אנו מצויים היום. כתבנו אוריה אלקיה מוסר כי לבני דיברה בטקס השבעת שופטים חדשים בבית הנשיא בירושלים. ערעורו של יונתן הלו, הצעיר שהורשע ברצח הגבר שאנס אותו, מתנהל כעת בבית המשפט העליון. מעדכנת משם כתבתנו תמר ירושלמי. שופטי בית המשפט העליון הקשו על טענתו של היילו לפיה הגן על עצמו. השופט שוהם שאל מדוע אחרי שהיילו חנק את הנרצח איילין הוא גם הכה בו באמצעות לבנה, האם גם כאן יש הגנה עצמית? עורך הדין אלון אייזנברג שמייצג את היילו ענה, מדובר באדם שהיה מצוי במצוקה אדירה והוא הבין שהוא הולך להיאנס, לא הייתה נורמטיבית. משרד החינוך הורה לסגור את בית הספר באלעד המפלה בין תלמדי, תלמידות אשכנזיות לתלמידות ספרדיות. כתבנו שמואל מוניץ. בעקבות חשיפת גלי צה"ל לפני כחצי שנה בדק מנהל המחוז החרדי במשרד החינוך מאיר שמעוני את האפליה החוזרת באלעד. זאת לאחר שהעירייה ננזפה על מקרה דומה של אפליה. מעתה קבע המשרד, המוסד לא יתוקצב עוד והוא ייסגר. אלה החדשות שעורך עומר בן רובי. Thank <laughs> you. 
JM and the AM, that is, <laughs> that's a selection entitled, uh, let's see if I got this right. It's entitled, uh, Yo- Yoel's Nigun by a gentleman named Zusha. And I have to credit, I have to credit Ruthie Bodner for turning me on to that Nigun. It's a, uh, unique to say the least. A unique artist. His name is Zusha. It's Yoel's Nigun here at JM and the AM. Ari Goldwag, brand new before that with Hanukkah Light. It's Hanukkah is what? About, uh, 16 days away, pretty cool. Love being 16 days away from Hanukkah. And Ayal Golan opened up the set with Melach Malche Hamlachim to open up the 7 o'clock hour here at JMNAM. Quarter after 7, 52 degrees, mostly cloudy, a high temperature of 60. Clouds tonight, low 34. Afternoon, light rain for tomorrow with a high temperature of 40 degrees. Rushalayim, Tel Aviv, Haifa, all at 70, a lot at 77. We're at 52 here on a Monday at JM. In the AM, my thanks to both uh, Mayor Weingarten and Mayor Fertig for sitting in at the end of last week, Thanksgiving Day and Black Friday. My thanks to both of them. We were glad we were able to be at the Kitchen Click on Saturday night for Small Business Saturday on Avenue L in Brooklyn, New York. That was fun. We had a lot of very special guests. And the archive is somewhere in the video section at AlchemSiegel.com. I have to find out exactly where. I hope it's actually under videos. That would be cool. <laughs> um, so you, you can actually see what happened there. On Saturday night with a lot of special guests and just a, a great program. And my thanks to uh, Matis Weingast for presenting JM Sunday yesterday, and that got us all the way up until today uh, here on a Monday morning at JM in the AM. My thanks also to Elliot Weiselberg as Court Report continues on Sunday and Tuesday to be a big hit on the Nahum Siegel Network. So lots going on. Don't forget there's an NSN app. That's right, an NSN app, which lets you listen from anywhere around the world. If someone tells you they can't hear this radio program clearly, you tell them, hey, why don't you listen on the app? You can hear it as clear as a bell, as so many people do on a regular basis from around the world. And uh, don't forget, you can actually comment on our app. If you see the home screen of the NSN app, you'll see how you can comment as the show is going on. And uh, just like a listener did a little while ago by asking who was singing, you could ask or comment uh, on whatever you hear on these airwaves simple as that plenty of that plenty of more plenty more coming up here on a jm in the am monday morning when ding was in last week we were talking about the big Hass concert which of course is slated for january the 11th uh starring yakov shweki with a wonderful list of performers who are going to be on behalf of Hask at Lincoln Center in New York City on January the 11th. He also brought us the brand new Uncle Maishi volume number 18. Let's do this for the youngsters out there for the next couple of minutes at JM in the AM.
can be found anywhere and everywhere.
Monday morning, it's JM in the AM on this December 1st, the 9th of Kislev. Yosef Chaim with uh, Litova here. Uncle Maishi before that with the opener off of Uncle Maishi, volume number 18. My thanks to Ding of Suki and Ding for bringing that by. Mazal Tov going out to the Cats and Markowitz families. We had the most amazing celebration last night at the Rockley in New Jersey. Uh, I want to wish a Mazal Tov to uh, Danielle Markowitz and Daniel Katz. They were married last evening. Just a spectacular celebration to Mr. and Mrs. Jack Katz, to uh, Dr. and Mrs. Cheryl and Mendy Markowitz. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. It was really an amazing celebration. Our Entitlebaum Orchestra was spectacular. Yummy Loey, Avi Peretz, um, the entire band, of course, as you can imagine. Yisrael Lamb conducting Matt Hill with the incredible, <laughs> incredible drum solo. Only overshadowed by the uh, Hussens drum solo. <laughs> Ellie Cohen, of course, and uh, a whole host of great musicians there last evening under the leadership of our entitled band, which is a spectacular and wonderful event. A big shout-out to production assistant Mutti J. Almost impossible to participate in a musical simcha like that without uh, Mutti J.'s assistance. And a big shout-out to Baba as well, as uh, anybody who could attest to could tell you that the sound was very powerful last evening, to say the least. So a big Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM, and I'm tossing in an extra special Mazal Tov to uh, Mrs. Markowitz and, of course, to uh, Itzy and Gail Weintraub and the extended uh, Katz, Weintraub, uh, Markowitz families. It was uh, just a wonderful simcha. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Oh, and by the way, Aaron Tadabam released yesterday a brand-new uh, video clip that is... Um, that is a the Viserov selection, the Viserov selection, which if I could just check for a second, who does the lead vocal on that? The Viserov is done by a Shlaimi Gertner, Shlaimi Gertner and Yedidim. Try to play that a little later on this morning here at JM in the AM. Also had a wonderful time Saturday night at the Kitchen Click for Small Business Saturday night. A, a big thank you to um, Fagy and Mendel Sprecher and everybody on Avenue L. In Brooklyn, New York, at the Kitchen Click, Small Business Saturday Night was a great success. We had a, a whole host of amazing guests who stopped by. I thank all of them. It was really nice. And a big yeshikach to everybody who came out and really made it a very festive atmosphere, to say the least. It was really a lot of fun, and we had a wonderful time there. A, a big thank you from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, don't forget to uh, listen on the JM in the AM NSN app. It is the best way to comment during the show. It is the best way to be in touch with us during a program, no matter when the program is going to be on. Get the NSN app, and you can listen easily to the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten right after this show, uh, starting at 9 o'clock Eastern time this morning at jmandtheam.org. And you'll be glad you did. Because, as usual, Mayor Weingarten has a great planned program for today. He has thoughts on two days that bookend the month of November. November the 2nd, anniversary of the Balfour Declaration. And November the 29th, Chavtet in November, the U.N. vote reestablishing a Jewish state in the land of Israel. Celebrating the start of the Israel Show's third year of live broadcasting, the weekly music mix will include favorites as picked by NSN hosts and staff. So make sure to be tuned in right after JM and the AM. Uh, for all the staff favorites in terms of Israeli music. 
and uh, make sure to uh, communicate with the Israel Show through the app and through email and through Facebook and wish everybody a happy third anniversary. I should say a happy second anniversary and a happy beginning of the third year of live broadcasting for the Israel Show. Uh, make sure to like the Israel Show Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Simple as that. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Hagoyin Rav Avigdor Miller questions why we say Borecholeno Hashem Elokeinu Sashona Hazos. Why do we say bless this year? Why not future years? We have learned in Masech Debeya, a man's food is allocated for him at Rosh Hashanah. If that's so, why do we continue to pray for this after Rosh Hashanah? Rav Miller answers that although the pronouncement for the year was already made with regard to the food. We have to continue to pray for it. Rain could be withheld for various transgressions. Produce may be adversely affected. The cost of living could increase. Or a person could become impoverished. Chas v'shalom. Tefillah is necessary. Prayer helps to prevent these misfortunes. Harav Miller teaches us that even a good decree requires tefillah. In Eretz Yisrael, as we do around the world, we begin to say Mashiv Haruach, alluding to Gevuras Geshamim, the powers of the rain, from Shmini Atzeres. However, in Eretz Yisrael, one begins to say the Tefillah of the Saint Talumotor, making a direct request for rain on the 7th of Cheshvan. By that date, the last of those who had been Euler Regel, who had gone to Yerushalayim for the Yom Toivim, would have already returned home, and their travel would not be impeded by the downpours. We could begin to ask Hashem for rain. Although this reason is no longer applicable today, the Takana for the starting date of this tefillah remains in place. However, in Chutz Laaretz, outside of Eretz Yisrael, the demand for precipitation and the supply is different. We in Chutz Laaretz begin our She'elas Gishamim, our requests for rain, 60 days after the beginning of the Tishrei Tkufa. We pray for rain until Pesach, both in Eretz Yisroel and also in Chutz Laaretz. Outside of Eretz Yisroel, the starting date for Visein Talamotor is either December 4th or 5th. It is interesting that unlike most other matters of Halacha, this starting date is associated with the civil calendar instead of our Luach. The source for this dates back to a discussion in the Talmud regarding the length of the solar year. Shmuel stated that the length of the solar year is 365 days and 6 hours, which gives each of the Tkufos or seasons a total of 91 days and seven and a half hours. Ravada Varahava, a few generations later, stated a more exact figure of 365 days, 5 hours, 55 minutes, and 25 seconds. The discrepancy between Shmuel's solar year and that of Rav Adabarahava amounts to 11 minutes and 14 seconds annually. Accordingly, the practice is to begin the same Talumotor on December 4th at night, except for once every four years when we begin one day later. We learn in Medrash Tanchuma that Rabbi Akiva says 
Just as a house testifies to its builder, a coat to its weaver, a door to the carpenter, so too the world proclaims its creator, Hashem. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Jamie Gertner with uh, the Iron Tannenbaum Orchestra, a video just released yesterday from last week's a wedding last week at uh, a Terrace of Rum with Iron Tannenbaum and the Iron Tannenbaum Orchestra. Jamie Gertner and Yedidim with the Serev, the Serev, and uh, last night, as I said, an amazing job, incredible uh, performance. Uh, incredible uh, production uh, at the uh, Katz and Markowitz wedding. Big guest to go off to Aaron Teitelbaum and Company. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM on this December 1st, the ninth day in the month of Kislev. Miriam Manella is uh, with us live via telephone. She is author of the brand new book entitled The Parent Child Dance, a guide to help you understand and shape your child's behavior. Miriam Manella, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Miriam is director of the Thrive Occupational Therapy in Passaic, New Jersey, author of the brand new book. And um, because you're an occupational therapist, do you view things differently than other children's experts do? Uh, similar and differently. It's a great question that I get asked from a lot of my colleagues, especially psychologists and social workers. And there's overlap between the different experts. But my book portrays how using a combination of emotional strategies, uh, sensory integration strategies that many OTs use, and some reflex integration helps parents help their kids through difficult behaviors. Huh. So in cases where they may meet, where till now we might have thought they would need expertise or expert help, uh, brought by, I don't know, different types of therapists or other types of, uh, 
you know, experts on behavior, you're saying that the OTs out there could play a big role in this. Yes, most definitely. What's, and, a, what's, uh, a, what's a good example of that? Um, well, at my practice at Thrive OT, I use a holistic approach. So the parent-child dance also uses the same integrated approach. So, for instance, if someone comes in, um, a girl who came in who can't wear her sweaters because the hair on her arms bother, bother her sweaters. So she may have gone for psych help because she doesn't want to be at a chagigo or she doesn't want to be near people. Um, but she came here. We worked on her sensory integration piece. And the psychological piece that was still kind of stuck with her from grade school, and now she's doing very well. Because once you address that first, I guess what we'd call the upfront problem or the real symptom, like you just described in this case with the sweater, then you're, if you do, if you deal with that properly, then you're able to change a lot of things that, I don't know, interact behind it. Is that how you'd put it? Yeah. So once you deal with the underlying issue, underlying, then yeah. any kind of emotional issue that comes out of it, gets dealt with much easier how common and i guess maybe this sounds strange coming from somebody who's you know a father of kids but how common are problems like that i mean uh, I, I hear about a lot of uh, youngsters out there who have sensory issues i guess the different degrees do you see a lot of these types of situations yes because there's such a wide variety it goes anywhere from aggression and wildness uh being overly silly after movement being withdrawn, sensitive, anxious, stressed, ignoring parents when they call you tantrums, chutzpah. It's a huge gamut. And the question is, what are the underlying reasons under it? And in the book, I kind of take you by the hand and guide you step by step on how to identify and understand the reasons behind your child's behavior. Hmm. And then and then we've packed the book with activities, which I've proven to help the kids' behavioral issues that come up. And everything you just described can be symptomatic in any way. It could be any type of sensory issue or, I mean, it, it can manifest itself in, in a whole variety of manners. Right. So the sense, underlying sensory issue and developmental issue can manifest itself in, as a behavioral issue. Right. As if a child's trying to push our buttons, which that's not what kids want to do. They're not looking to displease us. They're not looking to make their parents unhappy. They're looking to please us. That's what kids, the way kids are made. And we might uh, be, be um, inclined to deal with it as a behavioral issue only. You would argue there may be uh, there may be something that an, an occupational therapist could do to actually alleviate the problem. Right. Exactly. The parent-child dance: a guide to help you understand and shape your child's behavior. Miriam Manella is with us via telephone. Why do you call it a dance? Why do you call it a parent-child dance? When I think of relationships, a big part of the book and a big part of what I do here in the clinic is about relationships, about rebuilding or building relationships. And when I think about relationships, I think about a dance where one person acts one way and the other person kind of falls into place, like the tango. And when one person, when we choose to step out of that dance and begin to develop the relationship in a new way is when the dance changes and the relationship changes. Hmm. So life's all about adjustments, just like dancing's all about adjustments. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you've gotten a lot of interesting um, uh, recommendations. Uh, people out there in the world of, uh, uh, in, in the world, I guess we'd say, uh, uh, of uh, psychological and behavioral um, um, uh, uh, problems and uh, psychologies that have given you a lot of uh, nice, positive words about this book. What about the parents themselves? Uh, how have they reacted to your work in this area? 
we worked very hard to make sure the book is very accessible to parents so they can jump right in and start to identify their children's behavior category and then use the activities in the book right away. And what's particularly rewarding is to hear that parents are finding that it's not only easy to read, but their child's behavior is improving and they're enjoying what they're doing with their child so your recom- their relationship. So your recommendations are not too difficult to implement? How would you say it? No. In fact, um, I got some emails that children who are 8, 9, 10 years old are reading the book themselves <laughs> and looking at all the drawings and the pictures and then doing them. Very good. All right. So That's probably, probably something you didn't expect when you first wrote no, it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I meant it for parents, but I find it amusing. That you know, there are, topics that, there are topics that you address here that I think are are you know, easy for us to figure out what they deal with. For instance, you you speak about a chapter on the squeaky wheel. You talk about the stressed child. But then you have a princess and the pea child. What would that be? So maybe I should I describe all four categories? Yeah, maybe please. Give people more uh, of an insight into it. Yes, so the sir. first category I describe is the child on the edge. And this child is super intense, uh, very overreactive, wild, very typically bright sensitive to criticism, and he drains you of energy. You'll know right away if you have one of these kids. Um, so there was a teenager I was treating who you can feel as you're talking to her, the energy kind of oozing out of her by the speed at which she spoke and the energy that she used while she was speaking. And I gave her actually two activities from the book, one called Balloon Blowing and another called Rock and Reach. And within a week, her voice was lower and she was talking much slower. <laughs> That's the first um, type of child. Right. And next is the princess and the pea, which you mentioned. And if you have a princess and a pea child, you'll know because he or she is so, so sensitive to smells and types of touch and even voices or the crying of a baby. And um, this is the kind of little boy who gags from smelling yogurt from someone else eating hummus in the room or cheese. And then there's the heat-seeking missile is the third category. And this is a very common behavior type. This child needs constant movement. So he's not sensitive to things that you and I would cry about or groan about, like somersaulting into a marble fireplace and then doing it again. And then the fourth category is the squeaky wheel. And these kids are always talking. And it's to the exclusion of allowing others to talk. Oh, so not necessarily complaining, like I would say a squeaky wheel is, but someone who just can't stop talking. Right. Interesting. And sometimes these children also mouth non-edible objects, like citrus or yamako or the color of their polo shirt. I thought every kid does that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) That's my my level of expertise. On the heat-seeking missile, uh, uh, often a kid like that gets into dangerous situations uh, unintentionally, right? Yes, safety is usually an issue. I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, and you have exercises that could even uh, uh, make a kid alert about those safety issues and get them to calm down when it comes to uh, seeking out adventurous types of activities. Well, there are two types of activities, I would say, for the heat-seeking missile. Some are preemptive, some that you would do any time during the week, not while he's acting like a heat-seeking missile, necessarily. Maybe when he wakes up, maybe right before bedtime or sometime in between when he's calmer. And then there are activities to do while he's in that wild state. Right. Unbelievable. You have some amazing recommendations in this book. I'll tell you that much. It's called The Parent-Child Dance, a guide to help you understand and shape your child's behavior. Miriam Manella, 
leads the uh, Thrive Occupational Therapy in Passaic, New Jersey. She's author of this groundbreaking parenting book. Certainly gives everybody a different perspective than what we're used to when it comes to behavioral issues with children. Anybody out there who's uh, uh, either on the occupational therapy end of being an occupational therapist or somebody out there who has uh, children who uh, either have or might be able to take advantage of occupational therapy will find this fascinating. Um, information, how do people uh, speak with you directly, either email, phone number, how do they get in touch with Miriam Manella? So they can reach me at otthrive.com or uh, my direct email is miriam, M-I-R-I-A-M, at otthrive.com. The book um, is available for twelve ninety-five at Eichler's and Bar Park, Eichler's and Flatbush, Z. Berman in Passaic, and, of course, amazon.com. There you go. And I really do hope that parents get the book and then send me their feedback. There you go. The parent-child dance, otthrive.com, otthrive.com for information. Miriam Manella, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Have a great day. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM.
in the AM. Baruch Levine. Ma'ashiv off the Hashkifa CD. Before that, Avat Olam, done by the Moshav Band. Brand new from Shabbat, Volume 1. Great selection. 8 o'clock in the morning on a Monday. As we head back to school and back to work, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Hask update is coming up later on this week for sure. And a reminder, January the 11th, Avery Fisher Hall, Lincoln Center. A lot of people in this community very, very excited about the fact that Yaakov Shweki is going to be headlining the Hask concert coming up at Lincoln Center. Information at thehaskconcert.com. Again, that's haskconcert.com. You can get all the info and uh, get ready to um, participate in what's going to be another fabulous lineup. Uh, coming up on the 13th of December, Saturday night, December the 13th, the Congregation Keter Torah in Natinak, New Jersey, Project Ezra has its annual dinner reception. And Robert Honig is with us live via telephone. He is the brand-new executive director at Project Ezra. They get ready for the big dinner on December the 13th. They do incredible work on a regular basis to help families in so many different ways. We'll get a taste of that right now at JM in the AM. Robert Honig, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, everyone, and I thank you very much for having me on your show. Uh, pleasure to have you on. We've heard of Project Ezra over the years, and we've spoken about the incredible help that they've given so many people uh, over the last um, uh, 13 years. Remind our audience the mission of Project Ezra. So the overall mission of Project Ezra is to help individuals and families uh, with major issues, personal job strategies, career counseling, support for job placement, fiscal planning, uh, budget management training, financial assistance for just critical living expenses. And, of course, over the years that has morphed into many different areas. Uh, but basically there are two functional areas, um, job search, employment-related issues, and financial and fiscal planning to help people get out of the crises that they unfortunately have found themselves in. Yeah, Project Ezra, I assume, years ago was first introduced to families who, number one, as you just said, needed employment, literally had to get back into the workforce, or needed an upgrade in the workforce, and then and then secondly, were suffering from, uh, I don't know, what do we call it, financial mismanagement, or just, you know, over or being overwhelmed by the financial situation, they weren't able to deal with it? Well, it's a combination of, of many things. Uh, Rabbi Yossi Stern, who is a love Hashem, who's the, uh, who's the founder and first executive director of this great organization, um, back in, it was right after September 11, 2001, uh, several people approached him just for help with, with some major issues, medical insurance, employment-related issues, etc., and it was at that moment that he decided he was going to uh, go on a, a crash mission to help people in his neighborhood. That was the beginning. That was the birth of Project Ezra. And he was able to find people in the community to, to help out with these, with these major issues. That's how Project Ezra began. Uh, you know, this great man had, this, had a vision, and he put a fantastic system into place, which is, you know, what we are working with today. Any idea how many families have been helped over the years? So over the years, it's countless. Uh, there's really no way of measuring that. But on, on a regular basis, I, I will tell you, just to quantify, uh, in the first six months of 2014, uh, we've worked with uh, well over 80 families just with basic living expenses and budgeting, financial management. 
And on the employment side, uh, we've worked with um, hundreds, uh, well over 200 um, candidates, work on their job search, uh, and that includes um, interviewing techniques, uh, job search strategies, net- networking, etc. And uh, so it's it's fantastic organization. The dinner, Robert Honig is with us, brand new executive director at Project Ezra, the dinner at Congregation Ketatora in Teaneck, New Jersey on the 13th of December. How would you uh, classify this dinner? Is it one of those uh, fun dinners, Robert? Well, it's a combination. It's, it's, a, it's a fun dinner with obviously the backdrop that we need the uh, continued financial support um, and assistance from our neighborhoods. In fact, the Rabbanim of our community have been gracious enough to allow me to go on the uh, shul circuit uh, for over the last five weeks, and I'm going to continue to do that for the next few weeks. Uh, on Shabbos mornings, I've been making this pitch uh, for our organization and specifically for our dinner on December the 13th. Are there honorees at this dinner? So this year we've broken the, a bit away from the, the typical approach. Uh, this year we're, of course, honoring the memory of uh, Rabbi Yossi Stern. Uh, we're also honoring all of the Rabbanim in our community, and, and that is well over 30 uh, men who have been, our, in some ways, our caretaker, our directors, our overseers, and our, and our friends and advisors, and have been tremendous resources for this organization. And there are a lot of unsung heroes as well, even besides those, correct? correct? So in, in, uh, in a first for Project Ezra, we've introduced the, the nomination approach, where... People are now um, given the opportunity to nominate a neighbor to be honored for some kind of um, you know, unsung hero or unsung um, effort or task that they've done, like things like uh, delivering for Tonkei Shabbos or just you know, bringing soup to a person on a Friday before Shabbos. Uh, those are the people that are very uh, modest and you know, need, to be, need to be singled out. And they'll be recognized that night. How do people get information about the dinner? Okay, so there are three uh, major ways. Uh, most people have already received their invitation, so please return those response cards as soon as possible. All right. Of uh, easiest ways to go online at www.ezra, E-Z-R-A-H, dot O-R-G. Remember, Ezra is spelled with an H at the end. Or if people want to call me in the office, they can call at 201 569 9047, and I would be very happy to help them uh, register for the dinner. All right. Uh, Robert Honig is with us. In addition to the dinner, there's something that you guys call a five-minute favor. Why is a five-minute favor so essential when it comes to finding employment for people? So essential because, like I've been saying in, in the last uh, few weeks, so in, you know, in the various schools, if somebody has a lead or a specific job that they can help match up a person's um, job, you know, the specific job skills with the job that they have in mind, think about that person. You know, give them a call or call us, and we can make the shit up between that person and that organization. And all it takes is five minutes, and that five minutes could change a person's life. You have a golden opportunity, everybody. If you know of a job opportunity, Project Ezra wants to know about it. Doesn't necessarily have to be in Bergen County, right? Correct. You know, we, we are... Uh, fielding calls from all over, and certainly in, in, on the job front, if people uh, know of jobs in, in Brooklyn, Long Island, uh, Connecticut, anywhere, uh, we will make uh, you know make that shit up and make that happen. Information about uh, getting a job opening to Project Ezra, you can actually email Jeff, that's Jeff at Ezra.org, Jeff at Ezra, E-Z-R-A-H, 
Org. Project Ezra does amazing work. We have featured them in the past, and now in this Bar Mitzvah year, they're asking everybody to come through and help celebrate all their accomplishments of the last 13 years, pay tribute to the memory of Rabbi Yossi Stern, their founding executive director, and, of course, to all the incredible honorees, the unsung heroes, and those who behind the scenes are always helping to uh, take care of families and help them progress, and most importantly, to help them find jobs and get on good financial footing. Information about the December 13th dinner for Project Ezra happening at Congregation Keter Torah in Teaneck, New Jersey. Go to Ezra.org, E-Z-R-A-H.org. Robert Honig, anything you'd like to add? Just thank you very much for uh, having me on the air and also for everyone in general for giving me this opportunity to work with this fantastic organization, uh, the Rabbonim, the Board of Directors, uh, the community leaders in general, um, and all the shuls that I've been uh, hosted at for the last few weeks really have been received quite well and very warmly, and I really do appreciate that on behalf of this uh, this fantastic organization. Well, the organization is doing great work. Call it Kavod to you, and good luck on the 13th of December. Okay, well, thank you very much for having me, and, uh, you know, everything should be, you should be well. Continue your, your great work. Thank you so much. Amen. Ten minutes after 8 o'clock, it's a JM in the AM Monday. Here's Yaakov Shweki. <laughs>
from the CD entitled Vahavienu, volume number four. That's called Summa. Before that, Yaakov Shweki. He'll be there January 11th, Lincoln Center. Has concert information, simple email address, or I should say web address, hasconcert.com, H-A-S-C concert.com. Monday morning on the 26th of December, on the 26th of December, the OU, the Orthodox Union National Convention 2014, begins Friday, December the 26th through Sunday, December the 28th at the Tarrytown Doubletree in Tarrytown, New York. With us in studio, Dr. Shimmy Tenenbaum, Chairman of the Orthodox Union 2014 National Convention, and Rabbi Judah Isaacs, Director of Community Engagement and Synagogue Services, at the OU. Gentlemen, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and thank you so much for having us. A pleasure. Dr. Tannenbaum? Who's Please, dis- call me Shimmy. <laughs> I feel I must. <laughs> Whose decision was it to ask you to take on the task, the heavy burden of being the chairman of the 2014 OU National Convention? Well, it came uh, directly from our president of the Orthodox Union, uh, Mr. Uh, Marty Nachumson. Very nice. And they made a good choice, I might add. Thank you. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for the big push for the OU convention? Fully. This is not going to be simply a convention. It's going to be something educational, uh, to a degree something fun, and it's Shabbos, so it'll be also, to a degree, something inspirational as well. I'm sure you're looking to cover all those angles at this get-together. Uh, we absolutely are. Allow me to give you a little history sure. regarding the um, main thrust of the uh, convention this uh, coming December. Um, unfortunately, one of the um, fallouts of the war this past summer in Israel was the uh, resurfacing of global anti-Semitism, often 
they uh, focus on the anti-Semitic acts in France and in Europe, but it was not just in Europe. It was really global resurfacing of anti-Semitism. And in an effort to address that issue, we have um, assembled a fabulous panel of outstanding global, global Jewish leaders to address global anti-Semitism. And that includes um, rabbinic leaders uh, from throughout the world, including Rabbi Ephraim Mervis, who is the uh, chief rabbi of the uh, British Commonwealth. Right. We have uh, Rabbi Daniel Oppenheimer, who is the chief Ashkenazic rabbi, uh, rabbi of Argentina, who will be attending the convention with us to discuss various issues. And we have Do- Rabbi Dr. Abadi of the Safra Synagogue, sure. who uh, himself has a real international presence that will be addressing uh, global anti-Semitic issues. Besides the uh, rabbinic presence, we also have uh, political leaders. Um, Malcolm Honline will be joining us for Shabbos. I do not have to say anything further regarding Malcolm Honline's experience and involvement in the global Jewish community. Uh, Richard Stone, who's one of the former chairmen, former presidents of the conference of major Jewish organizations, will be joining us, as well as, um, as, well as Ambassador Eisen, who was the ambassador to the Czech Republic from 2011 through recently till a few months ago to discuss, again, these global issues. You've just mentioned five or six superstars. If people look at the website... We, we, we need the entire morning just to get through the resumes of everybody who's going to present at this convention. I mean, you have uh, many, many more names uh, in addition to those that you already mentioned this morning. Well, I uh, thank you for that uh, intro, Nachum, and you are absolutely correct. Um, I think we have uh, every aspect of a fabulous convention covered. Uh, there will be Shiurim from Rav Herschel Shechter who will be joining us. We have uh, Mr. O.U. Daf Yomi, Rabbi Moshe mm-hmm. Elephant, who will be joining us and giving mm-hmm. the Daf at the convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rabbanit Henkind, who is the founder of Nishmat, will be joining us to discuss not only women's issues, but giving a shear for women also. We have Rachel Friedman, who runs the Lamdenu program in Teaneck, New Jersey, joining us for Shiurim. We have a um, future rabbinic superstar, Rabbi Trump, from the Five Towns, also joining us uh, for Shiurim. Told you it would take a long time to get through all the resumes. How many minutes do I have? I don't know, but you have a big lineup, I'll tell you that much. And and we should mention that uh, the convention, obviously, you know, organizations have convention. There's a reason to convene. You just mentioned an additional reason because of what's happening globally. Was was this one of the... Uh, was this one of the um, uh, reasons that the OU decided it's time to gather because of what's happening in the Jewish world at the moment? So we have a convention every two years, right. and the convention for this coming December took on a new energy because of the events that have taken place in Israel this past summer. And that new energy is to focus not just on American Jewry, but on global Jewry. Shimmy Tannenbaum is here. He chairs the convention coming up on the 26th of December. Judah Isaacs is here from the OU. What do we need to know in addition to the speakers, Judah? Anything else that we need to know in terms of how the weekend's going to work? I think that it really promises, as you said, to be an incredible experience for everybody. There's really an opportunity to spend intensive Torah study over Shabbos. We have Chazan Yanki Lemmer coming mm. from... Uh, Lincoln Square Synagogue, who's one of the rising chazanim. You have the top of every category in Jewish life. We have the top category in every Jewish life. And I I think it's really an opportunity. The other thing is that it's an opportunity for people from all walks of the Orthodox community to come together and really talk to each other and really discuss things in an informal kind of way. It's an incredible opportunity. And obviously because of the way the uh, calendar works out, a lot of people are off. 
that weekend. A lot of people have a little bit more downtime. It's a golden opportunity to uh, use that time to enjoy a Friday and get together, have a nice convention, etc. So the timing is very, very good. Registration, I assume, with the OU website. What should people do? Uh, they register online at www.ou.org slash convention. Uh, there's limited availability, but we hope that people will register as soon as they can. Uh, we're really looking forward to an incredibly, incredibly rich Shabbos. And there is also, for those that can't attend on Shabbos, a Sunday opportunity. There's a separate Sunday program that's focusing on key issues facing the Jewish community, and people can register for that as well. Will Sunday be, so not just global issues like anti-Semitism that you mentioned, but Sunday feature family-based issues. Mm. Uh, in fact, we have the uh, president of the RCA joining us, Rabbi Matanki, who will be there for Shabbos. Uh, Rabbi uh, Shlomo Weissman, who's the administrator of the Basin of America, will be giving a talk on Sunday called Prenuptials and Postnuptials, which is a new concept, the postnuptial. Uh, there'll be uh, talks on Sunday from Rabbi Micha Greenland, who's our national director of NCSY, right. on teenage spirituality. We're going to be addressing yeshiva tuition affordability with our uh, state political activists from the Orthodox Union. It's a, a program uh, chock full of activities. We have child care for the weekend. Bring your children. Bring your sister-in-laws. Bring your maybe, <laughs> maybe you join me as my guest. <laughs> Nachum, come. I'm inviting you right now on air. Oh, Nachum, you're invited as my guest to join me for the convention. I appreciate that. Uh, the, the number of topics you just mentioned, one might argue, cannot be covered in one or three days. You know, there are a lot of complicated issues out there in the community that you're tossing out to the table at the convention. There absolutely are, but we do have to leave the hotel by Sunday at 3 p.m. So uh, you're 100% correct. These are important topics that we may only scratch the surface of some of them. Uh, they will be presented in breakout sessions so people can concentrate on the on the focus on the areas they're most interested in. All right. Uh, topics as listed on the website include, and you mentioned some of these, day school affordability, pre- and post-nuptials. You just mentioned how new that is and how important it is. Bringing women to the communal leadership table and combating heightened global anti-Semitism. That's something that the guests uh, from, uh, you know, from around the world, as you described, and the experts on the political situation that's happening in this world will be able to address all through the weekend. It's happening at the Doubletree Tarrytown. I'm assuming the accommodations are good, right? Absolutely. Pretty good place, right? Beautiful. Doubletree Tarrytown in Tarrytown, New York, beginning on Friday, December the 26th through Sunday, December the 28th. It's called the Orthodox Union National Convention 2014, concentrating on global Jewish unity. And everybody has an opportunity to register. Simply go to the website, ou.org slash convention. That's ou.org slash convention. You could speak with Rhoda at area code 212-613-8110. That's 212-613-8110 to make a reservation by telephone. Shimmy, is there a uh, a formal part of the convention? Anything that has to be done organizational, organization-wise, or that's not for now? Well, it is actually. Um, the fee for the attending the convention is $1,000, which if you attend the convention per as couple, an, per, per couple, if you attend the convention as an official delegate mm. of your synagogue, it is tax deductible. So anyone who wants to attend the convention, I would advise them to come as a official delegate right. of their shul and, and it's fully tax deductible. And the uh, and when you say as a delegate, so there will be things for delegates yes. to do? Yes. On, on Friday afternoon before Shabbos, we will be uh, passing our resolutions and that's what the uh, delegates will be attending and voting for, to uh, approve our resolutions. All right, so there's a role for anybody who's a delegate to the OU Absolutely. Convention. Absolutely. Simple as that. And are you expecting people from outside the New York, New Jersey area, aside from your guest speakers? 
Yes, as, t- there as will attendees. Be guests as attendees? Absolutely. Coming from California, coming from Wisconsin, coming from Chicago. So when you say national convention, you mean it? We do. Simple as that. All right, more coming up. Keep it here at JM and the AM. The OU convention is happening on Friday, December the 26th through Sunday, December the 28th. It happens at the Doubletree Tarrytown in Tarrytown, New York. We'll have more with Shimmy Tannenbaum and Judah Isaacs coming up. If you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Shlomo Katz in the brand new CD. Pretty amazing. 8.33 on a Monday morning as we uh, head back to school and back to work on this Monday. Could you imagine? Everyone back to a regular schedule. I want to give a big thank you to our friends at the Kitchen Click. We had a wonderful show there on Saturday night with a lot of very special guests. Boy, the lineup of people who showed up there was pretty impressive. Um, a big thank you to everybody at the Kitchen Click. A big thank you to everybody who took care of our uh, Thanksgiving weekend programming, including people like Mayor Weingarten, Mayor Fertig, uh, Matis Weingast, of course, and everybody who's uh, Elliot Weiselberg, everybody who's been such a key part of our broadcast all through the weekend. And it is, it is Monday today, and uh, today we celebrate the second anniversary of the live presentation of the Israel Show. It comes up at 9 o'clock this morning. Year number three begins for Mayor Weingarten at 9 a.m. this morning, right after J.M. in the a.m. Today he'll be featuring some staff favorites. That's right, some staff favorites, as designated by us, the NSN staff. He'll be doing that coming up uh, starting between 9 and 10 o'clock this morning, plus he'll be discussing two important dates in November, November 2nd, Balfour Day, and November 29th. Chavtet November. Find out all about that coming up on the Israel show between 9 and 10 this morning, right after JM and the AM. In our studio this morning, Dr. Shimi Tenenbaum, who is the chairman of the 2014 Orthodox Union National Convention. As you heard, it truly is a national convention attracting both attendees and speakers from around the United States and around the world. That will all be happening at the Doubletree Tarrytown in Tarrytown, New York, starting on December the 26th. Right, Judah Isaacs is here. Director of Community Engagement and Synagogue Services at the OU as well. Information, you can go to the website, ou.org slash convention, ou.org slash convention. Shimmy, a couple of things we should mention that um, that we didn't get to in detail earlier. First of all, we have a topic that is going to be part of the convention topic list, bringing women to the communal leadership role. And you say it's way beyond just asking some of the amazing uh, female lecturers out there to come and join you at the convention. What's this topic all about? So um, this uh, topic is going to be chaired on a panel both by uh, Rabinit Hannah Henkin, and um, joining on that panel will be a very special and unique person uh, from Baltimore, uh, Mrs. Hani Neuberger. Uh, Hani Neuberger is actually a product of Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> who um, now lives in Baltimore and is actually the chief risk officer of uh, the NSA, which is uh, an incredible... The real NSA. Right, the real <laughs> NSA, um, which is an incredible position to begin with, never mind that an Orthodox Jewish woman can attain such a position. The two of them will be anchoring a panel and discussing that very topic, bringing women to the communal leadership table, an important issue today. All right, so that's part of it, part of the convention schedule coming up at the end of December. And also, in one of the... Uh, you spoke about this summer, and we, of course, call it the Summer of Unity, because we know that, thank God, for un- unfortunate reasons, but thank God the Jewish community around the world found itself more unified uh, than than they had been in a long time because of the events this summer. And I believe that this OU convention shows something about Jewish unity because you have invited uh, the leaders of uh, of the two largest, um, how would we call it, two, lar- two largest, Jewish Ju- there Jewish you go, Jewish, Jewish universities, universities. <laughs> Jewish universities to be part of the convention. And that means who will you have at the convention this year. So uh, in, in no uh, specific order, uh, President Richard Joel, the president of Yeshiva University, will be uh, addressing uh, the convention at the uh, Saturday night uh, installation dinner where we, where we will be installing our new officers, and he will be addressing the dinner as a keynote speaker. In addition to President Richard Joel, we also have 
uh, President Dr. Alan Kadish, the president of Turo College, who will be addressing the convention Friday night at an Onik Shabbos after dinner. And the title of Dr. Alan Kadish's talk will be The Jewish, The Jews' Role in the Modern World. So, again, tremendous presence at the convention from both an educational and university leadership standpoint. 100%, and as I said, uh, a unified effort uh, certainly on display. You can be part of all this if you go to ou.org slash convention or speak with Rhoda at area code 212-613-8110. You mentioned uh, Marty Nachumson before. I uh, also want to mention uh, Alan Fagan, who is now the uh, chief professional officer, if I have that correct, right? Correct. At the OU. He'll certainly be at the convention as well. And uh, what am I leaving out? Did I leave anything else out? The only uh, thing to be left out is, of course, our uh, OU rabbinic leadership will right. be attending at the um, convention, including Rabbi uh, Tzvi Hirsch Weinreb will be joining us and giving shiurim. Rabbi Stephen Weil will be joining us. And um, all aspects are covered. I invite everyone to join us, and um, you'll have a great time. Will we find out the uh, latest products to become kosher? Will that be happening uh, during that um, weekend? Unfortunately, or? Rabbi Menachem Ganak will not be joining us mm. because he has a family simcha. Mazel tov to Rabbi Ganak in advance. <laughs> but uh, I can always get that information for any of your listeners. <laughs> yes, if it's a list that might include something I enjoy, let us know as soon as possible. I beg you. Uh, so there you have it. The OU convention starts Friday, December 26th. Doubletree Tarrytown. Registration is open now. If you're a delegate, you have that uh, benefit that Shimmy spoke about in terms of tax deduction. Uh, speak with Rhoda at area code 212-613-8110, 212-613-8110. They welcome folks from around the world, not just from New York and New Jersey, to participate and to register for the event. You can do it online at ou.org slash convention, ou.org slash convention. That gets you the... Uh, uh, straight to the convention page, and you could register directly there. By Judah Isaacs is Director of Community Engagement and Synagogue Services at the OU. Anything we're leaving out? Anything you want to add? No, we really encourage everybody listening to please join us. It will be an incredibly enriching weekend. It is certainly going to be. The lineup you have is remarkable. Dr. Tannenbaum, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us, Nachum. And good luck. It takes a brave man to become chairman of any convention. So I thank say you. good luck to you. Uh, Shimmy Tannenbaum and Rabbi Judah Isaacs, it is in fact a Monday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. Good morning. It's Monday on this 1st of December, 9th of Kislev. Good morning, everybody. Israel Show, Mayor Weingarten celebrating his second anniversary of the Israel Show coming up between 9 and 10. He's including NSN staff favorites when it comes to Israeli music, so make sure to be tuned in for that. Uh, Mothers of Multiples Support Group presents Fathers of Multiples. Fathers of Multiples are invited to attend the special presentation this Wednesday by Moshe Mayor Weiss on the topic of marriage and multiples. Marriage and multiples. This Wednesday night at 8 p.m. for Fathers of Multiples at Maimonides Hall, 950 49th Street in Brooklyn. Mrs. Mati Atlas is coordinating. If you're a father of multiples, as am I, I've enjoyed these Fathers of Multiples events many, many times. Mati.atlas at yahoo.com. Mati, M-A-T-T-I dot atlas at yahoo.com. And um, you could use that email address to get more information about Wednesday's event. Simple as that. Uh, a couple of other reminders out there that we wanted to pass on to everybody. The um, Our Torah Stone Dinner is coming up. The 30th anniversary dinner honoring Robert Barron for his visionary partnership happens on Wednesday, December the 10th at the Essex House in New York City. Go to OTS.org.il for Our Torah Stone. OTS.org.il for Our Torah Stone. Check that out. Uh, our good friend Michael Rollhouse has been in touch with us. I mentioned this last week. He is doing a 140-story stair climb for IDF soldiers at the Israeli Towers. It's three buildings of 42, 46, and 52 floors, respectively. And he is doing this on the 12th of December. Information S to get letter S, stogether.org. S-together.org, and a good luck to Michael Rollhouse as he's <laughs> undertaking that very, very interesting fundraiser. A reminder that the Jewish Federation of Las Vegas and Cecilia Productions presents The Last Survivor, a historic event starring Dudu Fisher in concert at the Las Vegas Venetian Hotel. Be part of this landmark concert event as they pay tribute to The Last Survivors at the uh, Sperling Kronberg Mac Holocaust Resource Center of the Holocaust happens December the 13th at 8.30 p.m. There is an inspiring weekend hosted by uh, retired General Eugene Leibowitz, the weekend of December 11th at the Venetian Hotel. We've discussed this on the air, and it's a unique opportunity to go to Vegas, a unique opportunity to be there for Dudu Fisher's incredible show. Uh, TheLastSurvivorEvent.com. TheLastSurvivorEvent.com. Dot com for information. And the Parkies Synagogue and the Ray Arthur Schneier Parkies Day School have announced their 10th annual benefit concert in support of education. It's 10 years with Cantor Helfgott, featuring both Chief Cantor Yitzhak Mayer Helfgott and Cantor Yaakov Motzen and the Parkies Synagogue Choir conducted by Maestro Yossi Schwartz. Daniel Gildar on the piano. It's all Saturday night, December the 13th, beginning at 8 p.m., at Parkey Synagogue on East 67th Street in New York City. 
Information at 212-737-6900, 212-737-6900 for information on that. JM and the AM, Mazel Tov again to the Markowitz and Katz families. It was amazing being there last night and celebrating with Danielle and Daniel. Our entitled Baum Orchestra, Yumi Loi, Avi Peretz, Yisrael Lamb, Ellie Cohen, Matt Hill, all superb. It was just an amazing celebration. And uh, to the Markowitz and Katz families, we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. And... Um, it was a wonderful way to wrap up Thanksgiving weekend. And my thanks to everybody who participated in the programming here. Uh, Mayor Weingarten, Mayor Fertig. I want to thank Matis Weingast for JM Sunday. Uh, I want to thank Elliot Weiselberg, uh, Court Report. I want to thank uh, everybody at the Kitchen Click who made our Saturday Night Seagull show so amazing on Avenue L in Brooklyn, New York. Part of Small Business Saturday Night. It was really incredible. Hass Concert is coming up on... Um, January the 11th, Yaakov Shweki is headlining. There's an entire list of great performers, including Deddy. Here he is at JM in the AM.
years ago, and 2,000 calories ago, and 4,000 pounds ago, you used to sing much better with me. One more time, come on. One, two, three. Oh. J.M. in the A.M. on a Monday with Deddy. He'll be there at Hess coming up January the 11th. Go to HessConcert.com for information. Want to wish a mazel tov to Moshe Rosenshine and Tzivia Adler. Uh, the Rabbi and Mrs. Shmuel Aaron Rosenshine, Mr. and Mrs. Barry Adler of Muncie, and, of course, the grandparents, Dr. and Mrs. Rosenshine. Moshe and Sivia are a recently engaged couple, and we say mazel tov from all of us here at J.M. In the AM. Get ready for Mayor Weingarten and the Israel Show. It's coming up next on jmtheam.org. Easiest way to listen, of course, is on your computer or the NSN app. Wish Mayor a happy anniversary. Year three of the Israel Show begins today, and he'll be doing staff favorites from NSN when it comes to Israeli music, all coming up here at jmtheam.org. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Hey, I want to thank listener Walter from Newark, New Jersey. He came to the Kitchen Click Saturday night for Saturday Night Seagull, brought along a Tallis bag that he found on the streets of Manhattan and we were able to find the owner. And now we got to get the tallest bag back to its owner. So, Walter in Newark, kolakavod to you. You did a big mitzvah, as we say. Uh, and thank you for that. Mayor Weingarten next with the Israel Show at jmtheam.org. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow we're back with plenty more starting at 6 a.m. Till then, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.